Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In the air, lifted deep left, Miranda. Jose Miranda, take a bow. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Coming at you on a Thursday, everybody. W-I-L-S-S-P. Yeah, Brewers lost yesterday. That was the walk-off. As called by friend of show, Scott Braun, on YouTube TV. It was announced yesterday, too, that the Brewers and Twins will be on YouTube TV again in a couple of weeks, and then on Apple TV Plus on August 5th. So just keep your streaming services in check. Hey, we don't have to deal with Peacock yet. No Peacock games. So everybody's all good there. If you live on a market and have ESPN Plus, sometimes they show the games on ESPN Plus, so that that, that should be a bonus for you you know if you don't if you don't live around here if you don't get valley sports these are games you get to watch although who wants to watch yesterday's game they uh the brewers and the twins each put up a run early and then it was it was some good pitching for both teams this uh joe ryan guy is like a folk legend in minnesota and we had aaron ashby go and aaron ashby you know gave up some hits gave up some walks but kept the kept the ledger pretty clean. Otherwise, four and a third gave up the one earn, six hits, three walks, did strike out five. Trevor Gott did well. Brad Boxberger a little hairy, but got out of it. Devin Williams continued his should be an all star campaign, and then that home run it came off Josh Hader. So Josh Hader, uh, as of late, has been struggling. I don't know if it's a you know, trying to get to the all-star break sort of thing. I don't know if it's a, you know, camp pitch and tie game sort of thing. But even in games that they've come in with the lead, Hader's given up some runs. Josh Hader in the month of July, this is across six uh, appearances. He doesn't even get credit for an inning yesterday, but so it's five innings or six innings, five innings across six appearances. He's an ERA in this month, in this month alone. Of 10.80. Against the Cubs, he gave up a run. Against the Cubs two days later, he gave up a run. Against the Pirates, he gave up a run. Against the Twins, he gave up the three-run shot, the game winner. He gave up three runs in all of June, no runs in May, no runs in April, and now already six runs here in July. I still don't think we're at the point where are you worried about Josh Hader? I mean, two days ago, we're trying to talk about which all-stars we can trade for this guy. So I don't think anybody's 
like worried, but it is weird, Jay. I don't get why he can't pitch in these tie games. He comes in when the game's tied, and it's like the concept's foreign to him. He doesn't get it. Yeah, What's going on? They try to. What's what am I trying to say here? They tried to uh, play that game like they were ahead. Yeah. For the first time, like that was a very abnormal Craig Council managed game, I feel. Because like. he's been coming in at home in tie games. He's been coming in in tie games at home, but now this one was on the road. And yeah, they went with they went with their. their but this is what we wanted them. Lineup. But this I is guess what this we is what wanted, wanted them to them do to the do. other day. You're right. You're right. I so I can't. I really can't complain about it because this is what we wanted so we wanted them to do this the other day and instead they brought in chichi gonzalez and then he gave up the runs and then he got cut dfa'd and so they did what we wanted them to do and then it's up to josh Hader, who wasn't able to convert or at least keep the brewers in it and that three run shot there ended the game so the brewers go to minnesota and they get the series split which you know is fine Brewers are still two games up on the Cardinals. Cardinals had a lead throughout most of that game. Did they, they were lose? up. Yeah. Oh. They were up I, six nothing. I went to bed and it was five nothing. They were up six nothing. Dodgers scored two in the seventh, three in the eighth, and two in the ninth. All right. And the Dodgers uh won. And I think that game was in St. Louis. But the Dodgers got the victory. Yeah, it was in St. Louis. Yeah. Cardinals scored the first six. Dodgers scored the next seven. So that's good. So there's still two games up, the Brewers are. Okay. But I was ready to say, are you sure they're two games up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. I just assumed, you know, going to bed up 5 nothing that Cardinals would have won. But I'm trying to figure out with this Brewers team what I'm the most mad about. The inconsistency? Um, yeah. Yeah. The- yeah, Over management. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's the a lot. There's there's a lot that I'm not thrilled with right now about this Brewers team. So I've been thinking a lot about Carl's call yesterday. Carl called from the South Side just after seven o'clock, and he's like, "I don't get it. I don't get why people, you know, live and die with every game. It's 162 games. I don't get it." And I think where the frustration lies for a lot of people in this Brewers season is it is 162 games, and you know. Maybe you shouldn't get all crazy about each and every win, and you certainly shouldn't get crazy in each and every loss. It's gonna you're gonna wear out if you're watching 162 games as if this is the playoffs or if this is an NFL like 16, 17 game schedule. You will get burnt out, and that's why we have to give Tim Allen the entire winter off to recover. I think you said this uh, a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was you. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was someone else on the station, but. Did we overhype this team going into the year, thinking that this would be a breeze that we'd run through the Central, which we are to a point with some of the teams, but no, I I don't I don't think this team got overhyped. Okay, I don't think they got overhyped. I think that they're still a team that we think is going to. I mean, I still think we're going to win the Central. Sure, that's the, great. Yeah. Well, but that's the problem. That's why in the 162 games, it's not we're not mad about the loss yesterday. Well, you might be. That was a crappy loss. I mean, you might look at some of these losses and be like, ah, those could have been wins. Or those could have been wins. But ultimately, don't we still feel like we're gonna win the central? And if we don't win the central, don't we still feel like we're gonna make the playoffs? When the Cardinals overtook the Brewers a couple of weeks ago, then we started getting a little nervous again about the playoffs. And that might happen. If the Cardinals overtake us, but I still think the overarching sentiment with the Brewers is that they're a good enough team to get in and that's it. And that they will not get any farther than that. That the offense will not show up one run again yesterday. That the pitching will not deliver up to its standards. That the bullpen might falter when you don't expect them to. So I think that's where, I think that's where we're at with the Brewers. We, you know, in the long term, we think that this is a good team. We think that they're a playoff team. Some of these losses may frustrate us. But then once we get to the playoffs, and I've realized more than ever with the baseball playoffs, just getting in, you have a good shot to go to the World Series. Just by getting in, you've got a good shot. Okay? 
But then when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. But I don't know with this Brewers team that they qualify for that because the offense is so bad. So that's why, as Carl is here, good to see you. Uh, So that's why I think people are free. I never really answered that part of your question yesterday. Well, let me clarify a couple things because I I think that you you got a misconception of what I was talking about. And I'm more calm, as you can see, um, or hear. Um, yeah, but there's been times you started a call calm, and by the end, you know, <laughs> well, we'll see where this goes. Up, let's not bring up the past, brother. I'm I'm in a more docile mood today. Um, listen, the fact that I said 162 games is way too long. I, I, I firmly do stand on that because yesterday proves it. We split a series, and yet we still find a way to complain about 162 games in a regular season. Isn't that the point? You don't want to lose the series. I would rather split the series than lose the series against a Minnesota. All right? So that's number one. Number two, I think that yesterday you were a little – well, Jake was. He kind of came at me, you know, as far as the way that I, I came in. I was too aggressive or whatever the case may be. But he got to understand something. The Brewers have let me down multiple years. If I'm just a casual fan and I'm, I'm looking to get, you know – in tune with this team, what have they produced in the postseason? They got my, my hopes up, but then they let me down. With the claws up stuff, I didn't understand that marketing strategy. That was just me. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, I didn't that either. That, that, was, them, that was that, weird. That lost, them the, that lost them the playoffs to me. When they didn't go out, I said, I said this last year, last season, they had an opportunity to bring in Ryan Braun, who was just not there. I said, even if he didn't suit up, he didn't play. Bring him in just for moral support, all right? Because at that time, we were hurting for hitting. I remember all last season, I kept hearing Tim say, oh, we can't hit anything. We can't hit, you know, we can't hit a parked car up in a garage. We can't do anything. So I'm like, well, why not bring in a guy that was a, a former hitter, you know what I'm saying, and, and bring up the morale of the guys. We don't make the big moves. We just don't have enough. Yeah, he must not have and, wanted to come back because uh, Tim Allen and I were, I mean, I would have – I would have bet a lot of money that Ryan Braun was going to come back last year. I, that's what I thought that too. It was all leading up to that, and then just go right into the playoffs. I thought we peaked way too high, way too soon. Excuse me, we peaked way too soon, and and just like last month, we were just number one last month. Just last month, we were head of the division. I mean, by a landslide, we were killing. But now all of a sudden, we're, we're Oh, we're two games up on the Cardinals. Now let's let's just call everything in. Let's let's man, we gotta chill out, man. Let this team do what they do. Council is a he's an okay manager. I, I think he's decent, but I think that certain things that he does is just a little, you know, trying to be the smartest guy in the room sometimes. I, I'm not I'm not, I don't appreciate certain moves. I think that he, he takes guys out way too soon. I think that he doesn't take guys out soon enough. Um, I think that we we've been had an issue with hitting. Uh, we should have had, we should have grabbed like a guy. I, I mean, honestly, I'm a, I'm a big move guy, so I would I would have called a Barry Bonds. And, yeah, you can say what you want about his scandal, but the guy can hit his hand eye coordination is, is one of the best in baseball. Wait, you want to you want to you want the Brewers to get Barry Bonds now? Just just calm, calm down, calm down. I'm I'm saying a guy like that, a guy that could show them how to hit like how okay because Barry Bonds right now is 57 years old it doesn't matter how old you are you still can teach that hand-eye coordination okay so you're saying like as a coach yes sir yes sir what I oh okay I thought you wanted Barry Bonds to hit in the four hole no 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 no. that would be asinine what I'm saying is there's not enough roids in the world to bring him back now but I mean at at the same time and I'm, I'm sorry Barry I'm just throwing jazz what I'm saying is when the Bucks brought in the lethal shooter to help our guys shoot like Bobby Portis, it did something to the team. It helped the guys out. I think that the, the Brewers are a, a fascinating team. They can do big things. But that one edgy piece to get over the hump, they don't have that. They don't have that it factor in my eyes. That's why, as a casual fan, I'm cool just watching and just saying, all right, man, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Because they, they don't keep me casually. They just don't keep my attention. You know, games are on YouTube. It ain't going there like they up in Dolby Digital, man. That's, that's trash, bro. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> and they're like, like, who's watching that, bro? I'm going to sit up. Bro, there's so much stuff on YouTube. You want me to watch a Brewers game? 
bro, stop playing with me, man. I promise you, whoever's marketing for the Brewers right now needs to be fired. All right, that's a fact. <laughs> Whoever is their admin, they, they, I'm getting riled up. I see. And, I knew and, this would happen. And, and, and I got one more thing. One more thing because you said, oh, hey, you know, it's, it's good to hear from you in a, in a month or so, you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, Bart, I, I listen to you every day. All right? I tune in every day. My thing is you don't want to get oversaturated with, Carl from the south side. Nobody wants to do that. So sometimes I, I sit back. I okay. like to listen to other callers. Okay. You know but, I I was, like to, but I was good to hear from you. That's all I was saying. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I always check in, man. I always I love right. checking in with you guys, man, from Tim and, you know, from um, what's the guy that you got producing today? Uh, Tim Shea. Tim Shea. I, I know that you're a little iffy with Tim, but Tim is doing his damn thing, man. No, nah, no, nah, I Tim. like Tim. I'm just a jerk. Yeah, man. Man, you know, hey, listen. You know what? <laughs> I say this, Tim. He, he's a jerk to the guys that he, you know, he does care about. Yes, so, that's true. So you, you got that to, you know, up under your belt. Um, yeah, and with that being Toby. said, Carl, get the hell off my phone. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Peace, man. Peace, See you, buddy. Bye. Later. I do love Carl. Carl is the number three uh, caller on the updated rankings by good old KS. Oh, we got a new good old KS rankings? Yeah, yesterday. Carl, number number three. So good old KS, uh, longtime listener, longtime tweeter-er, mm-hmm. has been doing these uh, 1250 caller rankings. Should I look at the new ones? Yeah. The uh, new ones, uh, we got Tony in Texas is 10. Vincent in Anaheim is 9. Trell is 8. Hot Take Jake comes in at 7. Trav and Brown Deer comes in at six. Uh, Jeff Wagner slipped in there at five. Notebook Mike at four. Carl is three, as you mentioned. Spark Guy two. Dave and Cudahy one. 13,488 is Ram. 13,489 is Mike the Painter. So those are good old KS's rankings. Uh, you can look on Twitter at good old KS. He's been updating that each and every day. Um, so regarding the Brewers again, just kind of with Carl, I think that where we're at here is we're going to keep going through these series. I'm talking as fans. We're going to keep getting up for the series. We're going to foolishly stay up for the game at 845 tonight and watch this thing, which I'm dreading. Uh huh. I hate the West Coast games, dude. I used to love, I like them on the weekends. I'm just going to fall asleep, I think, and just listen tomorrow morning. <laughs> just sit here and I'm oh, not gonna, you, I, you're I not won't look. Me? I won't. I won't. I'm going to turn my phone off or turn my notifications off. Just go to bed. That's not I, how it works. Ignore everything tomorrow. You got to And then at six o'clock, I'm going to have you just update no, me. Did the no. Brewers win? You got to converse with me. I probably will tonight. I'm probably going to go to the local store and. Oh, the local store, huh? Get a something to keep me up. Okay, for this game, I uh, like the night before the late games. I always like last night at nine thirty, I went up to bed. Yeah, and so did I. And I, I always think the night before, I'm like, we'd only be in the second inning right now. Uh huh. At least it's eight forty five start instead of a nine fifteen start. Yeah, that does change. That that that, that is a that big change. Half an hour makes a big difference. <laughs> Seriously, that it. Hey, aren't you working the post game tonight? Ah, uh, thank you, Sam. Oh, okay. Thank you, Sam. Again, it is not going unseen. Thank so you. So Sam Schmidt is going to do it for you. He's doing the post game show tonight, so I can get here. Because you were on the schedule to do this show today, Correct. the post game tonight, and then this into show to- tomorrow. Into, let me remind you, the post game show into tomorrow morning. Into tomorrow. Yeah, as Tim says the callers that we have. I'm impressed with the callers that stay up late into the night that call into the Oh, the, the late night shows are the best. They're, they're some of the best, he says. And I we had a West Coast uh, trip earlier this year. I was very, very impressed with yeah. all the callers. Yeah. That, I mean, we we don't take those days I, off for a reason. We went until 2 o'clock. Yeah. So so you're you're right to, to uh, I, find I a made the ask. I said, hey, you know, is it possible? Sam. Is it possible maybe, Sam, could you just maybe? Just this one. Because I'll be here the rest of the weekend for the series. So. Oh, you will? Yep, I'll be here Friday night into Saturday. Wow. And then Saturday is a Fox game. Okay. Fox National game, so that's fine. And then Sunday to end the uh, first half 
And then this back is... with me on Monday? And then back with you on Monday. Wow, you're really putting in the hours, Tim. Tim Shea, ladies and gentlemen. The Brewers, while we are taking a long-term approach and still kind of frustrated, like, is this team going to be something that uh, that can get it done in the playoffs? There's still a lot of things happening day-to-day that are starting to irritate me. Uh, the roster construction right now, I think, is brutal. And one guy is getting so screwed over. And it's it's at the point where it's like, I don't know, do you laugh? Do you feel bad for him? It's ridiculous. The Brewers made, made a move yesterday that you thought might come, but for them to actually do it, it's, it's almost inhumane. <laughs> I mean, that's might be a little harsh, but it's almost inhumane the way they're treating this guy. More on that coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I am Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Tim Shea and I, we keep the sports talk going during the breaks. And we were talking about these red-hot teams in Major League Baseball. The Mariners have won 10 in a row. Yes, they have. And the Orioles have won 10 in a row. Two games over 500. I don't mind if you root for the Orioles because 121 years ago, do you know what they were called? Baltimore. No, they were the Milwaukee Brewers. Really? Yeah, 1901. So we can root at our second team. Yeah, 19 Well, you could you could pick the Braves. Yep. Could pick the Braves. Mm-hmm. Even though they left us, but in 1901, the uh the Baltimore Orioles were the Milwaukee Brewers for one year. Yes. They played at Lloyd Street Grounds. Okay. Do you know where that is? Uh, I would guess on Lloyd Street. Yeah, it's between 18th and 16th Street. Okay. It is now houses. <laughs> so it's like right off of Fond du Lac Avenue and Lloyd is where they used to play. There was a park there. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, the Bar- the Baltimore Royals played there as the Milwaukee Brewers in 1901. Then there were the remember the Milwaukee Bears. They played, they played at 
uh, board shirt. Yep. That is now I-43. Borchard Field was where I-43 is now. Okay. So every day I drive home, I drive... Over Borchard Field? Over where Borchard Field was, which is, you know, it's kind of depressing. I mean, you had these, you had these, you know, ballparks that were... I mean, they housed Major League Baseball teams and the Negro League teams and a lot of great history there. And then, ah, no, here's the highway. So if you want to root for the Orioles, what I'm saying is you can root for them. Uh, you, can find a, you can find a connection there. 1901. Okay. Well, oh, hey, plus, well, they were the team that drafted Josh Hader, so you could root for them that way. Well, one day we'll say that about Miller Park and County Stadium. I mean, I go past Hellfair Field all the time. There was County Stadium. There was County Stadium. Yeah, Miller Park one day will be torn down uh, for more parking for Miller Park. For the new Miller Park, which will be at where the old County Stadium used to be. They'll just keep <laughs> rotating spots, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then all those buildings that you think could be a nice beer district, they'll be torn down for parking because yep. you can never have enough parking. You need more parking. The Palermo's building will be torn down for parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll tear down Potawatomi for, of course, more parking. More parking. Yeah, because you need more parking at, at uh, American Family Field. You can never have enough parking at American Family Field because we've got a tailgate, right? And then uh, buses from Fremont and uh, Rhinelander have to come in. So you can never have enough parking at American Family Field. Brewers lose yesterday 4-1. to one. A couple of things that I am frustrated about. What are they doing with Keston Hira? What is the goal here? The I, I mean, so they send down Keston Hira because they want another arm, right? They want another arm in the bullpen, and they keep bringing up these guys. I'm sorry. I'm a Brewers diehard, dude. I don't know who these guys are. I didn't know who Strzelecki was. I, I don't even know, like, I can't, you can give me a million dollars. I can't tell you who they b- pulled up yesterday. I have to quickly look it up on Twitter to try to find this guy's name. Who the hell did they, Connor Sadsack. Sadsack, Sad Sack was a comic back in the 60s that I used to read. My grandpa collected it. It was like a guy in the army that was always, Getting into trouble. It was like a knockoff of Beetle Bailey is what it was. For those of you that read the Sunday funnies. So Connor Sadsick comes up. And then they option Keston Hira back to Nashville. Brewers don't have a lot of guys with options. And so Keston Hira is kind of that guy that if they... The offense is struggling. And Hira's at least been giving you good at bats. Mm-hmm. So... Can't you find a way somehow to keep him in the lineup? I mean, you've got the designated hitter. The designate we've been we've been praying for a designated hitter as long as we've had Keston Hira, and then now you've got the des- designated hitter, and you won't keep Keston Hira up. So this poor guy's got. I I hope they didn't even send him down. Like they send him down, and he's like part of the taxi squad. Yeah, like Keston, just like hang out here. We're not gonna send you to Nashville. It's the All Star break coming up. You know, why don't you just take an extended – like, I, I, they, come on. This guy doesn't need at-bats down in Nashville. And is he producing at the level that we hoped he would when he was drafted a few years ago? Still no. But is he giving you some offense on a team that's desperate for yes. some? Yeah. He is. And and you send him down. And so you think, well, who else would you send down? Because there's a lot of other guys that are – you know, do you cut him? Do you – like like a Mike Brasso. Do you, do you, how long do you hang on to him? Jonathan Davis, he's a guy we keep thinking is going to get cut. He made another great catch yesterday. I think it's easy for me. It's 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 Severino. It's Pablo Severino. There's no need for three catchers on this team. No, Severino all. did double yesterday. Okay, he came and pinch it and doubled. There there aren't. There's no need for like I am irrationally mad. The loss, whatever. Hater gave up another home run. Oh no. The fact that we are carrying three catchers and we think it's like some sort of brilliant thing that we're doing, that's what's driving me insane. And Severino, look, as soon as he got suspended, they went and found Caratini, and Caratini's been giving you everything that you were hoping Severino would get you. And Omar Narvaez, they're not getting rid of him, so those are your two guys. And if there's anything that's a tiebreaker, Severino's not even playoff eligible. Also, why isn't Hunter Renfro playing yesterday? 
Uh, I don't know. So they took him off the injured list to play him the other day and then not play today. So why don't you just keep him on the injured list, are you saying? If he's not going to play, he apparently was, and this came from Tim Allen, that where he read an article that Hunter Renfro was begging the guys, the training staff and Craig, five days earlier, that he was ready to go. So now what? We're being safe with them? Uh, why? 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 I don't know. I, I I just, those two, between that move and Hunter Renfro not playing yesterday, got me a little fired up. The carrying three catchers thing. Yeah, that too. Whether this is rational or irrational or whatever, of everything that's happened with the Brewers this season, of all the reasons to be upset, this is what's made me the most mad, is that the Brewers are carrying three catchers because they, because they think like they're, well, we don't know who's going to catch, and they're they're all good at bats, and well, DH Narvaez yesterday, and, and Caratini can play first, or yeah, I, I saw a story that he wanted he's trying out at shortstop. Shut up! Like what? No, no, that's a joke. No, I, was I, that I, on ball sack sports. No, it was not. Caratini. I was, talk, I was talking to Tim about it. That he was secretly, and I use that in quotes, trying out. Shortstop. No, 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 no. Yeah, yes, 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 no, yes, yes. Sometimes yes. those guys okay. take reps as, as a joke, or there's no way. Come on. Now, maybe he just like took some reps one day and somebody got a picture of it. There's no way. Caratini is not taking reps at shortstop. I won't believe it. Mike the Painter, what's up? Good morning there, Bart. Good morning, Mike. You know, it's a good old thing uh, that uh, KS there uh, doesn't rank real teams or anything because he'd just be a failure. All right, good one. Yeah, you wouldn't have anything to talk about. That guy is just dumb. All right. But anyways, so let's talk about these women's soccer. What about them? They are the awesomest team I've ever seen. They're just so awesome there, Bart. No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to call him Bitch Ball Chaos. No, I'm on my way to Canosa Airport here. I get to spray up a brand new hangar. No planes in it. Some top-notch stuff. Not one thing you've said yet has been worth the airtime, Mike. <laughs> we talking Brewers or what? No. There's nothing to talk about right now. Just like, you know, there's too many games yet. We have to see what's going on yet, and there's nothing good yet. So. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk tomorrow. Yes. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. See ya. <laughs> have a great day. Tim, have a great day. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, John and Franklin. John, what's up? Hey, uh, good morning. Boy, that's a tough act to follow, Michael. My goodness. Uh, can I just suggest you crack the crack the hangar door, a little ventilation, maybe a respirator? <laughs> um, okay. I, I got a question for you guys because you know this. The, my my brewer's take is getting stale because it's it's been the same for I don't know how long now. So I've got I, I need a an honest opinion, both of you. I can't remember a first place team that I had less confidence in in any of our teams over the years. Well, I still have, see that the thing is, I still have confidence they're going to win the division. Do you? Yeah. But then once they get to the playoffs, they're getting swept. Do Do you see them doing anything more than roughly a five hundred record all, all the way out? And you think that's enough to get us the division? Well, I don't. I don't see the Cardinals as a threat right now. They've had a month to try to take over, and they haven't done it. They blew a six run lead last night. Maybe if the Cardinals were playing better, I would be more afraid, but. Okay, okay, but do you see what you? Everything just it, it. I'm just everything circles the bowl back to the main take. 
so so you're talking to me about how bad the Cardinals are. You're not talking to me about how you see uh, them bringing a young hitter up, I, I, or you know them turning this thing around. I mean, this is just the other team's failures is going to allow us by default. Okay, to win this fair. Division. I think from the Brewers' perspective, they they play enough of these games. Like every game like this is a game like yesterday where it's close, you know, it's contentious. And yesterday they happened to give it up. But I don't know what's up with Hater this last week. I assume he'll come back and be fine. Williams has been good. They're able to win some of these games. They're, every game is going to be 3 2, and they're going to win 55% of them. So at that point, at that clip, that's going to be good enough. That's going to be good enough to get in. So that's good enough for us. So we're, so we're going to get into playoffs against a team with a real offense. And we're going to end up getting spanked yeah, like we did yes. last year. Yeah, that's probably it. And that's why, you know, to go back to Carl's point, or at least how I percepted, uh, perceived it, is when we're we're not, like, upset about yesterday's loss because it's one of 162. It's going to happen. What we're upset about is in the last three months, there have been no signs that what I just said, they're going to sneak in through the Central and then lose in the first round. There's not one single sign or one single indication that that's going to be wrong. But it goes back to what it's I'm like, asking. It's like you guys. it's like there's no free will with this team. Their their uh, destiny is already known. We already know how it's going to end. I, I just but but am I am I just negative Nancy here, or, or is what I'm seeing is is this you know what I'm spitting out here is this somewhat reality, or am I just looking on the dark side here? Because I I just feel like this team is absolutely rudderless. No, I don't. I don't think that's being negative. I think that's. An accurate perception of the team. How do we not have one or two like young hitters we're excited about? Hey, are we going to bring this guy up? You know, maybe the, you know, just something to spark things. Anything. Well, that guy's supposed to be Keston here, and we sent him back oh, down. Oh, please again. stop! Just stop it. That, uh, that not... guy's supposed to be Tyrone Taylor. That Ugh. guy's supposed to be. I mean, these are the guys. And, and I've said this before. You know, these guys will have some shining moments, but just by the numbers. I mean, if you get up to bat enough times, you're going to do a couple of positive things. But is this our future? Is this the next Ryan Braun? Come on. Yeah, I don't know, John. <sighs> I don't think I don't think your frustration is on the, like, fringe end of Brewers fans. I think you're right smack in the middle. I, I love this. I, I love my Brewers, man. I really do, and I hate coming on the radio crying every single flipping day. I just, I, I just don't know where to go when I just see this team just drifting, and and I just don't see a positive end to this. Well, they're off next week, so you have a break. I, I don't want to see the eighty-two team again. <laughs> I want to have. They're going to be in town new, in three weeks. I want to have the. I want to have. <laughs> Some new memories. Yeah, well, am I asking too much? You shouldn't be, but you might be. Okay, have a good one, guys. I'm out. See you, John. John and Franklin called in to talk about the team we were talking about. What a concept! I was searching here on Twitter. I did find a tweet from Dennis Lynn, uh, who is a Padres writer from the Athletic. Okay, and last May. He does note that Victor Caratini grew up playing shortstop. I told you. And spent his first professional season at third base. So there is, but the, I don't see anything like recent. So Tim, I, Tim was saying there was, they were yeah, secretly it, working him on at shortstop. Was, it was something, uh, it was at one of the, and bleh, it was at one of the postgame shows, one at, at the end. Okay. He just kind of snuck it in there like, hmm. oh, kind of raised, you know, raises your eyebrows like, well, they're not planning on doing that with him this year, are they? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that instead of trying to work out Victor Caratini at shortstop, we just don't carry three catchers. You have two. You have two viable catchers right now and a third that just there's no need for him. Maybe they're trying to work out a trade. I don't know. I, I don't know anyone that would take him. Oh, Severino? Yeah. You get somebody that's who you're Severino. trading, right? Like, that's who you want off the team, correct? Yeah, since, or, he's, since he's been up, uh, when did he get called up? July 4th. All right, he's played in game. three games. Yeah. And yesterday he pinched it. They're not even playing him. No, they are not. He has, what, four played, four played appearances? 
five? We're up to seven at bats. Okay. It's. I just caught him. Now, it, yesterday I say, well, I'd rather have Keston Hira, and then if Keston Hira would have pinch hit, would anything have happened? And Severino gets in there and has the double, so you know, all this is a waste of time. Just like us complaining about Corbin Burns the other night, it ended up probably not even mattering because Alexander got you to win, and then Ashby pitched well enough, you know, yesterday anyway. Brewers have the travel. Day sort of. They had an early game yesterday. They don't play till eight forty-five our time tonight against the Giants. We will see Corbin Burns here tonight. We'll talk more on the Brewers. Look more at this game, and again, some of the things that they are doing. The discussion about Craig Council got pretty interesting yesterday on the post-game show during the afternoon. So we'll take a visit at that as well. We're going to relook at the NBA Finals Game Four. This was an interesting game because the Bucks did tie it up. Chris Middleton had a massive night, and Devin Booker had about 13 fouls. And they only called five of them. So we'll look at that coming up as well. Plus more from you. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Bart Winkler. It's Tim Shea, Lakeland University Studios. You can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Got my eye on the... 150th Open Championship, as we refer to it, the British. Through 14 holes, Cam Young is 7-under, and he's got the lead. He just had an opportunity to hit an eagle, and then he got it real close for a birdie and then missed that too. So he parted that hole, so he's still 7-under. He's got a he's got an MLB sponsorship, Cam Young. So on his, I think his left sleeve, he's got the MLB logo. Oh, yeah, they're a sponsor. Of okay, him. I yeah. thought you were going to say a team. No, I I, I thought it, I whole... thought at first he was wearing like a Yankees jacket or something, but he's got an MLB sponsorship, and as part of the sponsorship, he has free access into any ballpark at any time. Huh? Lucky him. Yeah. So that's Cam Young, who's seven under. Uh, there's a bunch of guys at four under, including. Everybody's favorite to win the tournament, Rory McIlroy. Ernie Els with a bit of a renaissance at four under. Cam Smith, Kurt Kitayama, uh, the amateur Barclay Brown, Brad Kennedy, all at four under. And then a couple guys, Ian Poulter and others at three under. Tiger Woods tees off at, I think, like nine o'clock our time. He'll tee off, yeah, 8.59 our time. So the nine o'clock hour is just going to be us doing Tiger Tracker. I'm just going to be telling you what, what Tiger's doing. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, very interested in this championship. As we go now to nine, Rory for birdie. Nice stroke, good line, and oh. just misses the right edge of the cup. He'll have to settle for paw on the ninth hole. He'll take a look at it and then tap it in, and Rory stays at four under through the first nine of the contest. Still three strokes behind the leader, yes. Very well done. We go now to eight, and Matsuyama for birdie. Gusty day here. Yes. Good shot, in it? There you go. Should but, I do that? Uh, that's the nine o'clock hour. Looks like nice fall weather there. Oh, God. I know. Uh, journal reporter J.R. Radcliffe tweeted yesterday that it was a nice fall night in Milwaukee. It was 72 degrees. That ain't Last fall. Night? Yeah. That ain't fall. I, no. I walked over to the daycare to pick up my son and take him home. A little nice little family walk. I was roasting. Then again, my body's messed. I can't handle anything over 59. So that's where I fall in. I got a nice text from a buddy of mine who said, I'm so ready for a late afternoon college football when it's like 50 degrees. Oh, outside. I know. So... And then I knew when that would get you excited. When it's so. like still light here, still light. but then it's dark on yep. the East Coast. Yep. It's, you know, a little overcast. Leaves are blowing in the street. God, fall's the best. Yep. Just the best. Um, hopefully the Brewers transition, make the fall classic one of these years. Before I die. Before we die would be nice. It's not happened in our lifetime. It happened in 82. Tim and I born shortly thereafter. So those of you that remember the 82 team, what a treat for you. It will be next month when they reunite for the 50th time in 40 years. I could probably run that ceremony. 
<laughs> you've done it. I've done it twice. Yeah, twice. you've done it. You know what it's like. Craig Council uh, was the topic of conversation yesterday on the postgame show with Tim Allen, just asking what's the biggest strength and what's the biggest, uh, biggest weakness of the manager for the Brewers. Let me run through some of these answers. Scott says he's always outcoached in the playoffs. And the record's inflated because of the worst division in baseball. So that that's two weaknesses. Uh, Joel says, biggest weakness is staying with his players too long. Biggest strength is his calmness. Bill says, I can't think of anything that would qualify as his biggest strength. His biggest weakness is how he mishandles his pitching staff. These first couple of uh, responses are not very positive. Uh, Paul says, here's a strength. Craig Council's biggest strength is luck. Weakness is the ability to manage. <laughs> I see where this is going. Uh, Brad says, biggest weakness is pitching hater and non-save opportunities. How can it be? How can it be where a guy can come in when it's a tie game and not have his stuff, and then a guy can come in where it's a, you know, a true save opportunity and then and then have it stuff. How can it be in that situation? I I don't know. I just I don't understand it. Is it a mental thing? Because Josh Hader comes in. Uh, they're tied. They're tied, and he's on the road. So it's the bottom of the ninth. Not a safe situation. And then he gives up the home run. In the air, lifted deep left. Miranda. the code against the all-world closer. Jose Miranda, take a bow. As I was playing you that highlight, I just saw John Daly. Santa? <laughs> uh, John Daly finished up. One over for the round, but he went to pick up his ball, and he looked like I did on the golf course, where it's like <laughs> an, an eternal struggle uh-huh. to try to pick this thing up. I should maybe turn this off. I'm totally distracted by the golf. I'm totally distracted. Like, I want to watch this golf. Well, here, I can do that very easily. No! To no, please! I need it back on. Okay. No, no, no. All right. Bryson DeChambeau, the traitor for birdie. It's good. Who do you have more confidence in right now? Josh Hader or Devin Williams? Oh, come on, Williams. Well, I mean, Williams has been pitching incredible, but I don't have a lack of confidence in Hader. Not yet. No, I, I, I... He... He's got one of these blips like every Does every this summer. happen every year? Yeah, like around this time. Or is it just, do I just have certain like games like that Pittsburgh, that five-game, four-day Pittsburgh series in my mind? No, I think this one seems like a little bit, this one's a little prolonged because this, this is a really bad month for him. Yeah. I don't think we've seen a month out of him like this ever where he's got six appearances and an ERA over 10. You know, and, he, and he's... You know, in these games he's pitched, they've won four of the six. But again, again, he's only pitched against the Pirates, Cubs, and Twins. You know, Twins are, they got a little bit better of a lineup. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that for him, you know, clearly he's thinking of the all-star break. I don't I don't know. I don't blame him for Maybe that. he's got a lot on his mind. New child. Yeah, just... but still, all he's doing is out there for one inning. You can't focus up for one inning. I Maybe this all-star game is coming at a good time for him right now. Yeah. I mean, well, clearly there's – but there's stuff on these guys' mind all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars, so. It's going to take a lot of games like this before I think I lose confidence in Josh Hader. Okay. I mean, he goes out there, I'm still expecting, you know, one, two, three inning. I, I think this is just a blip like, because would you seen be, this from him before. Would you be surprised if Council goes with Williams for a save? one of these next couple days here against the Giants. Uh, if Would it surprise you? Would you be shocked? If it's because, uh, I mean, if he says, like, well, we're giving Hader some rest, yeah. then no. But if he if he changes who the closer is? Not change who the closer is, just for no. He comes out and says after the game, let's just say he brings in Williams and he just says, eh, it's time for Williams to get a save. No, I know. If they're you know, both if available. Craig Council answers. No, if they're both available, they're going, 
No. If they're both, they're okay. not making that. Not even for one day. If they're both available, they're going Williams Hater. Haters really got to stink before that happens. I'm looking at Haters year last year. Um, his his worst month. Well, look at this. Uh, last last July. Last July, he pitched five and two thirds innings, and he had a nine five three ERA. So his 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 year is like a carbon copy of last year. And I mean he's good enough to still be a four-time consecutive all-star. And then after that, he went uh the month of August, nine and a third innings. He gave up four hits and no earned runs and walked two guys and had an ERA of zero. And then in September, he had ten innings and only gave up two hits in that playoff race and had an ERA of zero. So yeah, I mean, because we've seen this before. Let me go back. I'm going to skip over the COVID year. That's kind of too hard to compare. Uh, 2019, he had a month of August where he had an ERA of six. Nine innings, gave up six runs, including five consecutive games allowing runs. And that was like a six or seven game stretch. So, you know, we've seen it before. We're asking this guy to be perfect. I think in our head, we think Josh Hader is perfect. And because for the most part, he is. And then there's a month where he's not perfect. And I think he's 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 got enough equity in, in how good he is and how dominant he is that I don't think – I personally don't worry. I mean, I'm not worried about Josh Hader's production. No. If this continues, you know, into two months, because maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm trying to ask here. Even if, if he comes back after the All-Star break and struggles a little bit, I'm, I'm – I'm, I just don't think we we've, we haven't seen it in two consecutive months. So, right, and you don't want to push Devin to the nine because then that, that's pushing Hater back to the eighth inning, which apparently he can't pitch unless it's a save. Which that that's always been a weird thing. I don't know that that's necessarily true. I don't know what's going on in his head. You would think that I mean maybe because you feel like you have a little bit of leeway, but you would think that if you're a lockdown closer, you just go out there and pitch. But some some of these guys historically. If it is not a safe situation, even if it's if they come in and it's four one, they're as dominant as ever. But if they come in and it's five one, they can't pitch because it's not a safe situation. I've never quite understood how that can be the case, but apparently it is, and we're seeing it right now with with Hater. More on the Brewers throughout the morning, obviously, as they wrap up a short series with the Twins. Okay, split that little guy. And then they've got a four-game set with the Giants. And that'll take us into the All-Star break. Home Run Derby on Monday, All-Star game on Tuesday. There is a decent slate of games on Thursday. I've always thought that baseball should have a Thursday night game that week to get people back into it, but there's some doubleheaders with how that first week of the year got canceled. So there's some baseball next Thursday. We're going to look back at game four of the finals next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 